Al-Bayan Radio presents The Trials and Tribulations of This Dunya Presented by Abdullah Hussein Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallama tasliman kathiran amma ba'd All praises for Allah Azza wa Jal We praise Him and we send salutations upon our Prophet and Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam his progeny companions and all those who hold firm to their path until the day of judgment may Allah make us from them to proceed in this session or in this lesson we'll be speaking about the trial of people the fact that people are or individuals are a trial or a tribulation or a fitna for each other as confirmed in the Quran and Sunnah Allah Azza wa Jal says وَجَعَلْنَا بَعْضَكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ فِتْنَةٍ وَكَانَ رَبُّكَ بَصِيرًا Allah Azza wa Jalla says, we have made some of you as a trial, a tribulation for others. Why? As a way to test your patience. So which of you will have patience, as Allah says? So which of you will have patience? Allah Azza wa Jalla will test the people with each other. And this is apparent right before our very eyes in every single field. The believer will be tested by the disbelievers. The believer, the mu'min, the righteous individual will be tested by the hypocrites. He will be tested by other believers. Believers that will maybe lie to him, steal from him, cheat, speak ill of him, slander him. It could be many, many different tests. And this is right before our very eyes as we see. We're continuously tested with each other. As Allah Azza wa Jalla says, ذَلِكَ وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَنْ تَصَرَ مِنْهُمْ وَلَكِنْ لِيَبَلُوَ وَلَكِنْ لِيَبَلُوَ بَعْضَكُمْ بِبَعْضِ If it had been Allah Azza wa Jalla's will, he himself could certainly have punished them. But he tests some of you with others. He trials some of you with others. So the believer, the righteous person, may Allah Azza make us from them, will be tested by his enemies from amongst the disbelievers, from the hypocrites, and from the believers, the disobedient believers, the Muslims, but that are fusaq, or that they are liars, or that they are cheaters, or individuals that are ill-mannered, that will harm the individual, that desires to harm him. This also is an incredibly great trial. So why is this the case to show that this steadfastness becomes apparent or otherwise? So if the person passes this test, the steadfastness, the firmness upon the deen will become clear in terms of remaining firm upon calling to Allah, enjoining the good, also desiring good, forbidding evil and hating evil, striving upon Allah's religion, or he will do the opposite, which is he gives up without effort or without with little effort because the trial may be great for him. There are two categories here. Scholars have mentioned there are two categories. If he is from the first category, that he remains upon Allah's religion, he enjoys the good, forbids the evil, even if he sees evil, and even if he sees good being attacked and righteousness being uh, avoided or being uh, looked down upon, he remains from upon enjoying the good and remains firm upon forbidding the evil. And he strives upon Allah's religion. He will be upon khair and najah. He will be upon goodness and success in this trial because this is from the trials and tribulations that we may face or we will face indeed in this lifetime yet if he's from the second category the second category of people who through the trial of others when they see people uh, committing evil or being disobedient or wanting to harm the individual for some for some reason he does not oppose the evil he does not enjoin the good. He does not remain upon the way Allah has legislated for him to remain upon. He does not want to enjoin the good. And he does not want to strive upon steadfastness in Allah's religion. And he may even give up, may Allah protect us. And rather inclining towards comfort. Because many of us intrinsically, we want comfort. But upon us to strive upon that and fight that, 
and rather stick firm upon steadfastness because this is where the test relies. It's bitter. Patience is not easy. It, re- it requires us to seek help in Allah and remain upon his legislation. This person, if you on upon this, the second category, then he's indeed failed this test. He has lost and he's failed this test. May Allah protect us. And this is the meaning of the verse when Allah says, وَجَعَلْنَا بَعْضَكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ فِتْنَةٍ Powerful verse, my dear brothers and sisters. We have made some of you as a trial for others. So a, a, a weak, ignorant individual who speaks about matters that he shouldn't be speaking about will be a great trial for the knowledgeable individuals. When someone speaks about something they don't know, this is a trial for people that do know. When someone holds some type of grudge or jealousy or envy for someone, he may aim to speak against him behind his back so he can turn people against him. This is a trial for this person as well. May Allah protect us. Another trial is that a rich person will be tested by a poor person, as Allah Azza says. وَكَذَلِكَ فَتَنَّا بَعْضَهُمْ بِبَعْضٍ لِيَقُولُوا أَهَاؤُلَاءِ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ بَيْنِنَا أَلَيْسَ اللَّهُ بِأَعْلَمَ بِالشَّاكِرِينَ We have tried some of you with others, such that they say, the rich individual, is, is that these poor believers that Allah has favored from amongst us, does not Allah know best those who are most grateful, those who are most righteous? So the disbelievers here, that Allah is speaking about in this verse, belittle poor Muslims and say, are these the ones Allah has preferred over us? These are poor individuals. They own nothing. How can they be guided and we are the ones misguided? We are the people of wealth, status. We are the ones who make decisions and we are the ones in authority. We are the ones that people look up to. While the poor people are destitute, they're poor. They have no value according to these individuals. So they consider therefore that they are better than them. And as the verse mentions, what did they say? These individuals, Is it these poor individuals that Allah has favored from amongst, from amongst us? And Allah replies, Does not Allah know best those who are grateful? And just a point to make, this is not a generalization of rich or poor. This is just speaking about these individuals who are arrogant and, and, and have pride, deep pride because of their status and their wealth. And they look down upon those who don't have what they have. And this is what we need to learn from this lesson, not to lead to this. May Allah protect us. Because we see this right before our very eyes in many, in many situations where people do look down heavily upon others because they don't have the wealth, the status, the authority. So Allah does not look at one's appearance. And wealth, but rather he looks at the heart and the actions of an individual. The poor, the grateful, believer in Allah, the seeker of good, is a wali of Allah. As for the arrogant and, pri- and proudful one, and the one who is stubborn enough to reject the truth, and he's amazed by his wealth and his status, he trusts solely in himself because he believes he has so much and does not accept the truth. He is not worth anything in the sight of Allah. He may be think he may think that he's worth the greatest and he has the greatest self-worth, or rather he doesn't. Rather, in front of Allah, he's nothing. Even though he sees himself as something great. Allah says, Is it these poor believers that Allah has favored them amongst us? So this verse mentions that these believers are amazed by the poor, by these poor, needy, destitute people who have received guidance from Allah instead of themselves. As they say, they are the more honorable than them. They think they are better than them. So this is according to their outlook due to the judgment being based on wealth and status. Because their foundation is that a person is better than someone else is wrong. Our foundation is who is greater in righteousness, who is most closest to Allah, who does most good. This is who is better 
than uh, others, not based upon the most wealth, the most status, the most intelligence, etc. Not things that are to do with one's looks or wealth, even though these can be used for good if the person is a, is a, is a righteous individual. So the judgment of Allah, however, is based upon looking at one's heart and one's actions. In fact, it's an important point to mention that Allah gives wealth to both those who he loves and those who he does not love. But he only gives guidance of Islam, guidance to the Sunnah, guidance to worship to those whom he loves. وَكَذَلِكَ فَتَنَّا بَعْضَهُمْ بِبَعْضٍ لِيَقُولُوا هَا أَهَا أُولَاءِ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ بَيْنِنَا We have trialed some of you, as Allah says, with others that they say, is it these poor believers that Allah has favored amongst us? So these individuals, even though they may be seen as little, as small, with no status, with very little wealth, but they are very sincere, they are righteous, Allah sees goodness in their hearts, He will guide them. He will guide them to the correct path. Whereas the one who has not, does not have this, and he has rather arrogance and pride, and he has great wealth and status, it will be left to them. And they can enjoy that wealth and status. However, guidance will not be gifted to them. May Allah will protect us and keep us firm. So we ask Allah to keep us, make us firm when we are trialed with other people in every single situation. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.